Hey girl, have you ever beaten yourself up in your head thinking, how in the world am I still doing this? I have absolutely no willpower. Why can't I be like so-and-so? In today's episode, you're going to find out what role your willpower plays in your eating habits and how to let go of the judgment that something's wrong with you just because you think you have no willpower. So stick here with me today and learn three key insights to help you understand willpower and let go of the judgment. Hey girl, welcome to the podcast, She Breaks Free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do and find out what's best for you, gain solutions on the diet that works for your body and learn fitness strategies to change your health, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down. Let's get into today's show. This discussion on willpower is so needed because I feel like the culture that we live in, you know, lots of times you hear the statement, well, you just need to have a little bit more willpower. That's what you have to have in order to be successful in your your fitness and your weight loss goals. Just have more willpower. Well, that isn't always that easy. There's a whole lot more involved than just your willpower. And today I want to share with you some, some insights that I've had in my own life that have really helped me let go of the judgment that I've had for myself for so many years, the shame and the comparison to other people. Like, how come I can't be like them? Like they, they are totally in control of what they're doing. They they can just have one cookie and put the rest back. (laughs) I've never been able to do that. So how do they do that? And so I, I feel like it is important to talk about this and thinking about, you know, my own personal story of just, being, you know, in a social setting, going to somebody's house and um, going to a social event or a special occasion and feeling like I, I see what I, I see what's available. I see what I enjoy. The desserts and the sweets is what I typically go to. And that's my, that's my weakness there. And so, you know, when willpower comes at play, well, I'm just going to have a taste or just have one and really feel like I could probably go back and have several more. I mean, this is super easy when you're at a buffet, right? You can go up there and have another plate and, you know, the embarrassment of why well, I really shouldn't, cause I really don't need it, but I really want it. And, you know, for a long time, just the, the mental anguish of a feeling like I just am not living up to what I need to, to be living up to and, and just always feeling ashamed and really having a little bit of anxiety around those situations. Like, why can't I just stop? And, and so I want to share today, some of the things, some of the insights that I have had that have really shifted and changed my mindset on what it means to have willpower. I think the struggle uh, you know, for each of us is different. Of course, we all struggle with, with different areas of food. Um, you know, and specifically in my life, it's, it's just been this, you know, deprivation, indulgence, binging, this kind of behavior and really trying to rely on my willpower. It was never going to be successful. And 
the your willpower, the first key insight that I had is your willpower power is only going to carry you so far. It's only going to take you to a certain point and then it's just not humanly possible. And when I realize that and figure that out, it's nothing that I'm falling short in. It's just that my our minds are not capable of handling all the stuff that we're handling and then to have the willpower to make a healthy food choice. You know, we've got to work on setting our lives up in such a different way that we set ourselves up for success and and not failure. And there's a concept called total mental load. And as a certified moderation 365 nutrition consultant, I have learned this term total mental load. And for me, it just opened my eyes to see that our, our brains are finite, right? We, we can only handle so much information. Why do you think that your willpower is so great at the beginning of the day? You know, you wake up, you get your day started. You typically choose a pretty decent breakfast. Probably by lunchtime, you're still eating pretty on track. By dinner time, you're like, mm, I'm exhausted. I'm just going to reach for the, the quickest thing. And then by eight o'clock at night, you're like, I have no willpower. I'm going to go get that piece of cake or the, the cookie that's over there in the pantry, whatever. And for me, the total mental load was a huge eye opener to the fact that our, our, we are so mentally exhausted. You think about what we take in daily in our brains. And, and if you're somebody who struggles with food like me or, or had struggled with food, uh, tremendously in the past, you know, you're, you're constantly thinking about food. You're thinking about what you're going to eat, when you're going to eat, how much you're going to eat, you know, what does it look like? You know, all these things, prepping meals, shopping, getting your meal, getting your, your grocery list together. All these things play into that exhaustion, that mental exhaustion. And if you're somebody who counts points and counts calories and or counts macros or whatever it is, if you're counting something or measuring something, that is extra mental load that is absolutely not necessary, right? If we can get to a place in our life where we can eyeball something and say, that's a serving, and not have any thoughts around it, but that's what I'm going to eat. And that's, and that's good. I'm, I'll be fine with that. This, all this other mental exhaustion from what it is that we're consuming does not have to take up that brain space. We can free that brain space up for things that are more beneficial in our life. And by the end of the day, we're not so mentally exhausted. Like we can handle things a little bit better. We can have a little bit more quote unquote willpower because our, our minds aren't fully exhausted. The second part of the willpower only carrying you so far is for so long, I lived in what we call a scarcity mindset. Do you, do you live there? I had no idea I was living there. And it's this feeling of, I won't be able to, to get that again, or I won't be able to to eat that again. So, so my willpower is shot because I know that this food is only available right now and I've got to get it right now. And so I have no willpower because I know I'm not going to get a chance to get that again. And that really can set yourself up for, you know, a lot of judgment. And, and the reality is, well, of course you can get that food again. It's, it's available to you anytime, anywhere, any grocery store in America probably has what it is that you are talking about. You could go out and get it anytime you want in any amounts that you want. And living in scarcity, living in a mindset that you can't get something, 
only sets you up for for failure later on because you think that you have to have it now. The 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 third point here to the willpower only carries you far is is that you really have no capacity at the end of the day to make healthy food decisions if if you have been mentally exhausting yourself the entire day and really evaluating what it is that you're doing is it is it really having a good impact on your mental state and a lot of us don't even think about this stuff and I know I didn't but how much it has changed me is is tremendous and has really freed me up to really focus on the things that are important and and if you're in a in a job that requires so much so much mental strain that's just an additional piece right if you're in stressful jobs stressful relationships these are also mental strains so evaluate your your where you are um, in your life, the stressors that you have, that the mental things that are continually going on in your brain, if you can let go of the piece of the calculations and the food obsession, how much more are you freed up to make those good choices when the time comes? The second key insight is I want to talk about the fact that you're not a bad person. And I really, I really taught, you know, told myself this for, for so many years, like, how, how can you be like this? I mean, th- this is a self-talk that is really destructive to us. We, we can never really live the life that God wants us to live when we're talking to ourselves like that, because those are just truly lies from the devil. That's not the truth about who you are. You are a child of God. You have been wonderfully and beautifully made. And there are behaviors in our life that aren't the best. Yes, we can, we can, I mean, I, I can agree to that for myself that, but there are things that have led me to those behaviors and being able to kind of dig down and do those things that help us kind of grow out of those places is, is really up to us. But the, the reality is, where does this thought come from? Did, a, did someone that you love tell you that you're less of a person because you have no control over what you're doing or what you're eating? Is that, is that something that has been in your head because somebody said it to you? Or is this just self-talk because of your comparisons to other people? Find out where that thought comes from. And then what needs to happen is taking that thought captive and matching it up to what God says about who you are, what the truth of God's word says about you. And you've got to replace those thoughts, that self-judgment with the truth of God's word. And no, we all, we all struggle with something, right? We all, we all sin. We all do and say things that we wish we, we wouldn't do. But the point of this is, is to, to seek forgiveness, to ask for forgiveness and to, and to turn from that and continue to push forward to making choices that are going to benefit us and benefit the people that we love and the people that we influence. And when we're in this thought pattern of, you know, I'm, I'm ashamed of who I am. I can't believe I'm just such a disgusting person because I can't, I can't control myself. My willpower is awful. Like these don't benefit anybody, especially not you. You can't, you can't serve other people when that's what you're feeling about yourself. And food, this, this third point here on, on being a bad person, because you don't have willpower, you know, food doesn't make you good or bad. (laughs) Food is designed to, fuel our bodies, right? And we've just turned 
we've turned it into something that's good and bad. Food is either good or bad. Well, there are healthier choices of food, absolutely. But if you have something that's not super healthy for your body, you know, are you a bad person? No. You 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 just had something that wasn't as healthy for your body. Now, there is a real truth to not making food or bad, a good or bad. And when you can begin to look at it as something other than that, then you can begin to, to release some of the control that, that food has over you. It's not good or bad. It's what's healthier. What, what's a healthier choice for me? You have to decide that for yourself. And once you experience that, you know, usually what happens is you begin to, to get into these habits that, you know, you're finding yourself eating more and more things that are healthy and you feel good. And when you feel good, you don't want to go back to those things that aren't healthy for your body. Now, fueling your body with what you need is the third key insight here. When you fuel your body with with good things, with things that your body needs and craves, you really are setting your quote unquote willpower up for success. I really didn't think a whole lot about this because it was always about, you know, I've got to deprive, I got to, I got to cut the sugar out. I got to do this. I got to do that. And all these rules and restrictions were really only keeping me from you know, for a period of time, keeping me from those foods, but then I would, then I would just go and, and I would binge. I would just, because deprivation always leads to binge always doesn't matter. And so when you fuel your body with what it needs, you, you give yourself a good, healthy breakfast, something that's, that's satisfying, something that's filled with protein, maybe some veggies, um, getting enough fiber in that diet. I know, you know, people are like, this is just so easy and simple. Well, yeah, it is so easy and simple. But nobody can do it. Nobody can stick with it because it's boring. It's not shiny. It's not flashy. It's not, it's not making me lose 10 pounds in two weeks. You know, these are the things that our culture has just continually, you know, created and, and things that we just continually fill our minds with. But when you give your body what it needs, it's going to help your willpower because your body is not going to, going to get to the end of the day and crave all these things because you've been satisfied all day long. And when you get to that weak point in your day, when you are mentally exhausted, well, if you fueled your body well, you have good energy, you're not so exhausted, you have the ability to choose those healthier things, those things that are going to fuel you like you need to. And willpower is almost taken out of the equation when you do this. Discernment is the tool that's going to help you get there. You've got to discern what is good, what is not good, and what what is beneficial to you and being able to find that right balance of protein, veggies, carbs that are going to make you feel satisfied. You're trying to hit that 80% of the time. When you hit that 80% of the time then everything else is, you know, is just a plus because then you get to choose to eat a cookie or to have a little piece of cake when, when, when you're mentally feeling good and you can enjoy it and not feel judgment about yourself on that. I want to share this verse with you. Philippians 419. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. And just reading this verse, it reminds me that ultimately that we are calling on Jesus every day to fill us. You know, food food will never fill and satisfy. We will always want more, right? Jesus can only fill that hole that's in us. 
and he will supply everything you need. If you're struggling and you you need help with your willpower, pray and ask God to help you. Ask him to guide you, to, to, to give you the steps, to give you the information, to do what you need to do to help free you from the judgment of yourself. The fact that you are a good person and that you know, you, you can make good choices and you can move towards a healthier way of life. So uh, give yourself some grace today. I hope that you gain something from these insights that have helped me through the last several years of my life. It's a journey. It's one day at a time. And I hope that you will come find us in our Facebook group. She breaks free. Would love to hear any questions that you might have. We'd love to connect with you there. And I hope this has been a blessing to you. Have a great day. If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple podcast and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. Here's to you breaking free. God bless.